This is Arvo Radio Podcast. Hello everyone, this is IBK and you're listening to The Book Talk Show. So over the past week, I came across a Twitter rant or banter where people were talking about the fact that Nigerian literature isn't quite what it used to be anymore. So there's been this um, outpour of new African and Nigerian writers. And personally, the Nigerian literature I've read, I think that so far they've done an amazing job, right? And I think we've also reviewed a few of their books here on the Book Talk Show. Um, books like All the Many Lagos Are Mad, um, Inka, What Happened to Your Husband, and just a host of others. And just a host of others. And I think that there's been a beautiful merger of the Gen Z live in codes and also the concept of African literature. However, it seems like a few Twitter users are not having it. I remember there was a particular tweet by a man who I think should be in the millennial age bracket. And he was saying something along the lines of, um, we are the writers that will use descriptive words, you know, use flowery language, people who would write like Chino Achebe, people who write like Chimamanda, you know, and all of these people. And I sat there thinking, so like as much as these people are like the fathers of African literature, does it make them the standard of African literature? So if I were to write a book and the book is not talking about how women have um, coral beads on their waist, dancing to the rhythm of music and how palm leaves are moving just like the movement of a woman's waist and just all of those things and, you know, sprinkles of African proverbs here and there, does it mean that it will not classify as African literature? So as the curious cat that I am, on behalf of the entire community, I was having the conversation with a friend. And, you know, after all the back and forth, I just stopped to ask. I was like, wait, 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 everybody should calm down. I think the main problem here is to answer one question. What exactly is African literature? So when we say that a book, um, a prose, a poetry, a drama, any piece of literature should qualify as African literature, what exactly do we mean African literature. Would we call it African literature because the author, in quotes, and when I say author, I'm talking about author of dramas, poetry, proses, all of these genres. So are we saying that if the authors are Nigerians or Africans, then it would automatically qualify as African literature? Or are we saying that if a foreigner, that somebody who is not an African, should write a book that has some African um, imprint it that has some African taste to it doesn't mean that that would also qualify as African literature one secondly I think that we also need to answer the question of how African must a book or a piece of art be for it to be African I don't know if that makes any sense like what depth of Africa in quotes does it have to have for it to qualify as African or Nigerian literature. I think that sometimes, sometimes, don't call me wrong, sometimes I think that we drag these things and major on the minor and minor in the major. Like some things are really not that deep, you guys. Anyways, I also think that the current writers we have a majority of them are Gen Z writers, right? You would find that, let's say, 20 to 30% of them would float between the millennial and the Gen Zs. So it's almost like there's a, mis there's a mix, pardon me, of Gen Z and Africanism in their piece of art. And it is who they are. Like, it is first who they are. It is first about their personality before it starts to reflect in their um, work of literature or in their body of literature, 
So here's my two cents or my opinion. So the first question is how, what makes an African literature African? Personally, you guys, don't come from my head. But I think that the central theme of a piece of literature should determine whether or not it's African. Typical example, we've had um, foreigners, people who are not Africans by any means, people who do not even have any affiliations with Africa, write about colonialism, write about pre-colonial times, post-colonial times, Nigerian independence, um, the independence or colonization of this many African countries, right? And we've had these books brought to us here in Africa and we've used them, right? We even make reference to them when we're writing projects or doing research works and all of these things. So the fact that the book talks about African, Africa, rather, does it take away the fact that it is African? Or because the authors are not African, does it cements the fact that, oh, it is not African? So you have to be an African to give African literature. I think that what we should be bothered about is what is the central theme of this lit of this literal piece of work or this literary piece of work. So if I write a book, for example, and maybe the characters are African. So personally, when I have to maybe proofread a book or edit somebody's manuscript and the person says, oh, it's Nigerian literature, for example, I'm eager to look at your plots. I want to look at your characterization, right? So for example, I was I was I was working on a script for this waterside movie project thingy. And when I looked through the, the first manuscript that the girl had done, because I was just going to do the editing and proofreading and all of that. So when I looked through the first manuscript, I saw very foreign names, right? And the, the entire theme of the movie or the scripts, it is the waterside part of Nigeria, Jiget. So I'm seeing Ashley. I'm seeing Rebecca. Apologies if this name is belong to you. It's, it's Negudwisha. But I'm seeing Ashley. I'm seeing Rebecca. I'm seeing Asha, like all these very modern and foreign names. And I'm like, okay, so first of all, who is your audience for the book or for the script rather? And they said, oh, it's for Nigerians. We want to take them back to their roots, back to their culture. I'm like, so why do you think I will watch a movie or read a script where I'm seeing Ashley and Rebecca and you are taking me back to my roots? There's nothing rootsy or African about Ashley and Rebecca. What happened to the actual waterside names? The actual names of the Ijo people, for example, people who are from these parts, right? So the problem with that was that there was an audience. Who am I trying to reach? African people. So it means that I have to use African names, African Food, for example, there are Nigerian literature that you will read and you'll see that they write um, slangs in African languages, right? And probably at the end, they put the meaning of these words. The point is that I am trying to reach African people. So I have to speak a language they understand. I have to use things that they're familiar with. There's a very popular book that um, was trending last year. And this year, um, it was written by Chimeka Garrix, but the name seems to just fly off my head right now. Anyways, the book, in the book, the main setting of the book is in Ogunabali, literally. So every time he expands his plot and goes from Ogunabali, you see that he's going to Garizen, he's going to Junipur, Choba. So for people who are not in Nigeria, people who are not in River State, these are places that are around his central setting in Nigeria, if it makes any sense. So I think that when you're writing African literature, the point is who are you writing it for? Even if you're writing it also so that foreigners can read the book, 
and understand what you're trying to say. You also know that you're trying to give foreigners a feel of your African roots and your African history, right? So I think that sometimes we might overstretch it and uh, maybe modernize it a tad too much. But then as long as there's this African or Nigerian feel to it, I think that you've, you know, you've done your assignments. The second thing is how African must it be? I don't think that there's an African numita or a any anything that would measure how African a book must be for it to pass as African literature. To be honest, I don't even see why we're having this argument because the point of literature or books generally is for people to read, understand, feel good, be entertained, be educated. They say points, right? So even if I write in Igbo, there are books in, in languages, there are books that there are books in Spanish, there are books in French, in German language. The point is that the people who can read this book will access the book, read it, and get whatever information I'm trying to pass across. So I don't think that because and there I know of writers that don't like to have proverbs in their books or plenty description. So if you follow the book talk show for a very long time, you know that I'm a sucker for Chimamanda. They've 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 tied my umbilical cord to Chimamanda's books. But regardless, I have friends who are amazing writers, but will not use all of the descriptions of flowery languages that Chimamanda will use. Does it make them less of a writer? No. Does it make Chimamanda more of a writer? No, it doesn't. The point is everybody finds what works for them and they know how to reach out to their target audience. And I think that's what that is what is important. So first of all, let's throw this argument, let's throw it away, this argument of, oh, it is not African enough. It is not, you that you're talking, are you African enough? If you check your roots now, what's the assurance that there's no, there, you're not a half caste or there's no mix or something? I don't know. Sometimes when I was reading some of people's responses to the original tweets, it was giving ugh, discriminatory vibes because I'm like, what is this going? You should calm down. Life is really not that deep right and i think that we can also find a balance between our gen z because the honest truth is this gen z nature is a borrowed if we want to go african african we shouldn't wear shirts or trousers or corporate wears or all of this stuff right we should be in fact we should be tying wrapper and wearing anklets and coral beads and all of this stuff right but then the, if as a country or as a nation or a continent we've we've tried to find a balance between westernization and originality i think that also writers and general literature users can also find a balance between westernization and originality so just before you drag yet another nigerian writer or a Nigerian poet or whatever, that they're not being African enough, you should calm down and think things through. Finally, on this very controversial issue, I'm also going to mention that Nigerians or Africans generally sometimes can be the biggest problems. I think we should give ourselves grace because recently I've also been putting my head into movies. I've been trying to like see what is in this movie, go, go. So I've been seeing a lot of movies, especially African movies. I've also seen like, k-drama and all of that and when i finish seeing a movie i go to twitter or i go online to try and see people's reviews and i just noticed that if it is an african movie or an african book god of heaven africans will they would literally tear the writers and it is never good enough like even movies i watch and i'm like ah this movie is so nice ah, africans are trying to like why you know we're stepping up we're, we want to be known in the nation and the world over 
it's it's never enough. Eh, you people say the plot was this, the characterization was this, the setting was not good enough. Why did they use a black person here? You should have been ah ah. I'm like bruv, everybody should calm down. You guys give these people grace. If if they've gone from from bad um soundtrack to soundtrack that is manageable, you should at least commend their progress before you criticize them, right? I don't think that criticism is just just wake up and you're finding faults in everything that people are doing now i think that we should give people grace we should be gracious to people rather the nigerian books in fact i think that on the book talk show we'll probably dedicate the next few weeks to reviewing african literature because the ones that i've read honestly they're amazing last week i read um what happens to Janet uzo and bridges are for burning and they're both african literature and i was amused because one was even giving thriller suspense vibe i'm like look at that Look at that. So I think that Nigerian writers, African writers are doing an amazing job, whether they're writing poetry, prose, drama, or even scripts for movies. You guys, have you seen the African movies on Netflix these days or generally on the internet? I think that they're doing an amazing job and we should give them their flowers. Okay. So if you have any contrary opinion, I want to hear it, but we're not going to fight. All right. So until next week, we'll probably be doing a review next week. Let me know what book you've been reading, um, what books you'd like us to also talk about. And I think we should also venture into poetry bits because people are beginning to release poem anthologies as books. And I think that it is quite commendable. So, yeah, my name is IBK. Thank you for listening to the Book Talk Show. See you next time. Bye. Are you an aspiring podcaster or you want to start a vodcast? Sign up with our vault. Membership is free, although terms and conditions apply. To learn more about joining our vault, visit our official website, www.ourvault.com.